0: I wish they would carry them for you guys do it Uh, This is the producer from brothers comics. Welcome to the Marvel hacks. Uh, We'll get into it in a second. We are going to end the um, Jonathan Hickman X-Men era as that just ended a couple of weeks ago with Inferno 2021 2022. Uh, So we're going to kind of span from house of X power of X for the two plus years that he did the book uh, to his book in here with Inferno. On the line tonight, I have two favorite Marvel hacks. On the line, it's my Brother Beavis. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on? Good
1: to be Hey, back. it's
0: been a while. Yep, we took our little holiday break, but now we're back. We're, uh, we're on...
1: undependable at best, and then you
2: yes. stick in a
0: holiday. Hey, no, it's a New Year's resolution. We're going to record every week.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that did not go Yeah, that alert. didn't age Spoiler alert. alert. Yeah, uh, I spoiler alert. It won't
0: happen. Nice. Also on the line, is Big Hutch. What's happening? Cheers. Nice. So if you're on the YouTube version and actually see our different avatars, Uh, we we did a whole bit about X-Men Legends actually a few podcasts ago uh, about our kind of love of Spider-Man and X-Men video games. So you can hit the archives about that. Uh, Shouts out to Sandman too. Uh, You know, just let you know, brother, we love you. We miss you. We know we'll be back with you soon for sure. So before we get started, let's recap or set up what's going to happen on the show today. Um, first, it'll be what you've been watching. Uh, the holidays usually lead to a lot of binge watching for TV shows. So we're going to check out what the fellas have been watching. We're going to recap the uh, Hickman era kind of globally, like kind of starting in House and X, ending with issue number one of Inferno. But kind of what happened in between and why the books were, to, to use a kid's term now, kind of mid uh, like mid card, uh, <laughs> so uh, why don't they were use so? That
2: term.
0: We would call it a I, it was a mixed bag, I think, is what we would say. And then we'll review issue number one um, of uh, Inferno 2021-2022. All twenty two. All right, so before we get started with that, what you watching, brother Beavis?
1: Um, so a few things. I have now finished the run of Sherlock, the BBC show. Uh, oh, the
0: one with Benedict Cumberbatch
1: yep uh hmm. really good if you're into that uh highly recommended we have gotten back into avengers i'm sorry uh agents of shield watching the Ooh. i think it's season seven which is kind of odd um but <laughs> still okay um so they're trying to just get through the end of that again i've seen it all but my uh <laughs> get watching with my child yes. um but then not necessarily watching but uh several podcasts ago you challenged well you didn't challenge me but you asked if i had read the early x-men books and so i've actually gone back and started reading those and number one them some as the kids say payday shit books Uh, (laughs) every one of them is a slog because the dialogue there's like there's nine panels on every page and dialogue filling every box so it takes a long time to get through but i will say even though there's obviously aspects that don't hold up the first like 12 13 or so are really tight in terms of storytelling mm-hmm. um, like is stanley
0: writing these
1: yeah and he writes it all the way through i think jack kirby's sort of phasing out but the the whole laydown of magneto obviously the brother, brotherhood of evil mutants the sentinels and it, it, the interesting part on the reread was you know we've talked about how like mutant the, the hatred of mutants paralleling general racism tones, how it made sense for a long time, but it's kind of become played out. Mm. And actually, the way it starts out is it's a, it's almost like a media campaign because Trask mm. just starts this campaign about mutants being bad, goes on TV, lies about it. It's a whole setup with Professor X. Mm. And it's it's funny the degree to which the setup now resonates with kind of
2: real life
1: mass disinformation campaigns mm. that are everywhere um wow. and and wow. I, I i don't know if they'll get back to the point i know when in some of the was it x-men gold where they had the like the politician who was setting them up and stuff like that yeah. but it, mm-hmm. it's interesting that the the way that the setup for the story it, it hangs in a completely different way but mm. now i'm in the slog where they introduce like random ass villains like just People you'll never see again to tell a story. <laughs> and so it, it's getting pretty bad. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Um, but so that's the other thing I've been reading is I uh, mm-hmm. went back to reading the original Uncanny X-Men.
0: I'm that's up on to like
1: 27 right now.
0: Is that on Marvel Unlimited?
1: Yeah, when I can get that godforsaken piece of shit uh. app to work. Uh, for two days in a row, that's exactly nice. where I'm reading it. Worst wow. fucking piece of shit ever created. Yeah,
0: it's the spectrum. It's the spectrum, it's the spectrum of. Uh, France,
2: France. Yes. France. Horrible. Spectrum.
0: <laughs> nice, uh, Hutch. What you watching, man? I I know there's about to be some anime coming up here.
2: Uh, what am I watching? Actually, um, basically, I've been watching football. Since, <laughs> I mean, football, football. Georgia winning the national championship, watch that, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. People here are crying and <laughs> and doing all kind of crazy shit, even mm-hmm. in this pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. What else? I? I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, mm-hmm. every everything else is just a light. Okay,
0: I've been uh, a couple of things. Um, I started this new show. It's Abbott Elementary. Um, oh, it's, a cool. it's, uh, it's like one of those mockumentary shows where a camera's oh, following people cool. around, but it's at an elementary school and, yeah. uh, it's a little too, on, not too on the nose. It's perfectly on the nose, uh, right. about some issues that educators would deal with in that situation. So that's been pretty funny. Um, I started watching Ozark again. Like that was oh, one of those yeah. shows where I started, you know, uh, with my wife, but then it gets kind of violent so kind of like didn't, so I kind of went back to it. I mean, it's just such a weird show. Um, It's weird, right? Yeah, but I think I've mentioned, too, that I I think I've gotten to that point where um, Jason, what's his, Jason Bateman, pretty much I'll watch anything that he's in at this point. Like, he's so good at essentially being Jason Bateman.
2: An asshole or whatever. well, I mean, but he's
0: charming, too. A charming asshole, man.
2: Yeah, see,
0: I I mean, what. yeah, it's so funny because I've been watching Silver Spoons, and he was such a kind of despicable mm-hmm. character on there. Like he's much more kind of, I don't know, he's like kind of the straight swarmy, smarmy kind of guy. But you kind of, I don't know, I, I, I just kind of crazy. You kind of yeah, root for kinda, him, but he yeah. got but he he acts
2: like he, he owns the world. He's yeah, he plays him very well. He plays yeah, he plays Jason well.
0: Bateman. He's pretty much himself in every movie. And then I started. I i started watching the eternals today i only got about a half hour in um but for no reason i just didn't have the time to do it like stuff just started happening so i'm I'm 30 minutes in i have no real issue with it i have no real issue at all with it you know i got nothing bad to say yet because i haven't seen more than 30 minutes great special effects
1: did you get to uh, Kit Harrington's? Did you get to I, him?
0: I did. Where he? Yes, and where Icarus saved them from yeah. the Deviant. The
1: the one thing I would say is the the pleasant surprise for me, and maybe it's just from having not watched it in forever, is like he did not scream Jon Snow to me, like. Mm. And so yeah. I think that bodes well for him. uh, okay. uh yeah. The only other thing I saw him in was the Andy Samberg tennis goof thing where they. Oh, he's uh, in that
0: yeah I Yeah. Oh, okay he just plays know.
1: an idiot uh mm-hmm. he's and he's pretty funny yeah
0: um
1: but the you know it was i don't i don't know necessarily what it was but you know that i think you know he's talked about how that role you know obviously made him but it was also you know put him in a bad place a type, yeah. yeah so the you know he didn't. This didn't scream Jon Snow to me, and so if you know the idea of seeing him and other stuff, it's I, I got no issue with that. And if but he has, he a, if he has a you know a future as as Dane Whitman,
2: mm-hmm.
1: whatever that might entail, we don't Who know that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I, I got did, no issue with that. Did, did you y'all didn't see? Well, don't see it. I think it was called Pompeii. No,
0: no, God, Oh, no. I,
2: yeah, 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 I have watched yeah. that, man. Yeah, you should yeah. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> they got um, you
0: again. They got me. Yeah, I, I, again, I got a half hour in. I'll try to, you know, it's one of be things where I watch every half hour when I can sneak that in. But I mean, you know, you, I have you, no problem. Have you already it.
1: read this synopsis? Do you know how the whole thing goes?
0: Actually, really, no. Honestly, I haven't really paid that much attention to it because I, I mean, I can, but I can also tell going in, even without watching the rest of it, like I can see why not necessarily people like Hutch didn't like it because, you know, he had his reasons. But I can see why non-Marvel people would not like it because you're watching a movie that you have no idea about any of the characters whatsoever. And you're starting completely from scratch. And it's just like, so he's got powers like Superman. So you just start your mind just goes in a different direction. Like, I can totally see how people are like that. So I think, yeah,
1: I think you know the one thing I was I was expecting, and the one thing I think has already been paid off is is another movie where a lot of the story is told because they explain it to you. They have to, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. The super friends. I think that's yeah. just the hallmark of a bad movie. But yeah, that, to me, it's it's just more boring than anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it looks great. There's, yeah. There's Visually, great yeah, afterwards. it looks great. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but.
1: it's it's I, I think. My, I'm expecting my assessment. We it was fine, yet completely unnecessary.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to having that same kind of thing. Uh, what we're not watching is Boba Fett. Um, <laughs> I, I watched the first one. I did too, and I regret them 45 minutes more than anything. Um, I, and oh god, y'all probably didn't watch Parks and Rec, but you probably saw that Patton Oswalt. Uh, rant that he did for the filibuster okay so he go I I, I swear they made this show just because he made that freaking 10 minute filibuster like I really do because the opening part of that if you've seen it online is where he talks about him coming out of the Sarlacc pit like it's literally word for word what he said yeah but to be fair there are are two
1: extended universe stories where he gets out of the Sarlacc pit
0: yeah but that first episode was boring as hell and I didn't care. Like I was like, really? This is what we're doing here? Like, okay. Like uh, nothing about that has made me want to go back and watch any of it. I think I told y'all I was like, I'll wait till they all come out and maybe I'll try to binge it. But that might well, that ain't looking good either.
1: I mean, I think the difference was like, you know, the Mandalorian is a story that's set in the world that tells a new story and it was I I think it's amazing. I think, you know, the closer they veered to connecting to the rest of the world, I think, is where it struggled the most. Although it is cool to see Luke finally get his Jedi moment. You know, that's Mm -hmm. that was awesome. But this is just I mean, this has the solo problem. It's just rehashing. It's just filling in the blanks of shit.
2: You really
1: don't don't need to
2: know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we didn't need to see Zion.
1: This is Wolverine's backstory.
0: Yeah, (laughs) we didn't need to see Zion. If you haven't done so if you go to our YouTube page you can see to rant about the Matrix sequels uh
2: classic and, and that movie how much did that movie make about what five bucks
0: I don't know I didn't look and I I I tried to watch it um maybe oh maybe a week and a half ago I started it I couldn't understand what I was read
1: happening. the synopsis and I was like wait what <laughs>
0: yeah, I didn't know what was going on it's so a I couldn't joke about
1: a joke a
0: A meta movie about a meta movie so i
1: wasn't going to go get a cake for sure
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah. all right all right so yeah so that yeah that's what we've been watching all right so let's jump into the hickman era here and kind of start to put the bow on it over the next couple of um, weeks all right so it would be fair to say as we've gone from the Thursday night comic book show to whatever seasons of the Marvel hacks we were on before we got into the, you know, kind of our limbo here that in 2019, when we decided to read House of X and Power of X, um, I think it would be fair to say that that reignited our geekdom for the X-Men. The, the books have been running in place for 20 years, easily 20 years and nothing was really happening you know whether it be from poor writing to the you know the rights on who owned the characters and the movies becoming so whatever it was it was just running in place and we read some bad comic x-men comic books on this show bad and so when we read house of x and power of x like it was a spark it was like holy crap what a fresh take on the x-men like Oh my God! We were so excited for those, you know, however many weeks that was. Excuse me to read those twelve books, and then Dawn of X happened. So one of my <laughs> one of my favorite bits on PTA. Do y'all watch PTA? Yeah. I just
1: turned it on. I used to watch it. and I just turned it on for the first right. time the other day, and I was like, yeah. ah, I guess this is still on. And yeah, it's, it's still the same show.
0: Twenty years essentially with with Will Bond and, and Tony Kornheiser. So. One of my favorite bits that, that they have on there is what's the word, where they'll present a topic or whatever. So House of X, Power X, super awesome. Dawn of X started. We read every single, at least the first issue of every single book. What was Dawn of, what's the word? Dawn of X. Brother disjoint. B?
1: Disjoint. <laughs> like, disjoint. It, that, that, like it, it was, <laughs> I mean, it was disappointing in a sense, but it was more so because of the fact that, as as asymmetric as the storytelling is in House and Power, with not only two different eras of storytelling, but with each of them sort of layered in out in and out of time, you know, as as hard as it was to follow a- until it got to the end and you could lay the whole thing down and understand it, the just the the start and stop storylines and and the fact that they would like show it in like. I guess they implied that the release order suggested like a continuation of storyline, which was complete Crap. complete fallacy. Crap. But that just the the main title, with X Men one, two, and three being three completely distinct books. <laughs> um, that was just it was disjoint. Was yeah. would be mine. And but I would echo what you said. Like I don't think we have reacted as I I don't think we've reacted as positively to any modern era comics as we did to House and Power. Outside of, uh, you know, a couple issues of Captain America, which we found out later were filler yes. between the end of the line and the Tana nehisi Coates run and mm-hmm. maybe the the early parts of the, the whatever, the Hulk, mm-hmm. where he was like the, the, the monster. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's nothing that we've been like, damn, I can't wait to read the next book
0: yeah. other I- than those. Yeah, our level of hypeness for House and Power matches our level of hypeness after Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, like, Again, go back to the archives if you want to. And if you want to see us just completely geek out about something, you go listen to that Infinity War post podcast. Hutch, what's the word for Dawn of X? Uh, I
2: think half, well, you said disjointed, half mm. bait.
1: No curtain.
0: Milk. <laughs>
2: yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, you, you said, just join it. Uh, it took me we to can- marijuana, and then it took me to. <laughs> half. You
1: might that might have been the key to unlock that series.
0: Huh? Maybe it might right. have to yeah do that to make that happen. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think my word is like un um unnecessary. Like they weren't even a part of the story that we read for those twelve books. They weren't anywhere near the level and I, you know and again i sent you guys those articles or whatever it was announced back in september that hickman was going to leave the x-men books and i got a conspiracy brother jones here situation coming up here hush and Ooh. you know everybody is saying that like oh okay well you know i started on the book it was supposed to be this three you know story you know arc or whatever but i wasn't sure how fun the first story was going to be and then we brought all these other people on and they had these great ideas and we we're going to take it Hush! That sounds like company talk. That
2: sounds, that sounds like,
0: like like okay, we need to get in front of this because
2: the they stuff. might have
0: loved House of X and Power of X, but those other books because they were so disjointed, half baked, that they were like you know they decided to cut bail. What you think, conspiracy, brother Jones?
2: Yes, I believe right. They're like yeah. I think we've had what's what four years of this. Four, three,
0: two, four? just two. Or well, three, like, no, three. started in two thousand nineteen. Yeah, yeah.
2: longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, they've, yeah, they've had enough. No moss. It's over. It's over. Get out. You think,
0: brother Beavis, from reading those articles, like okay. it's it seemed like everybody was saying the same thing, which made me think that it was like completely produced.
1: No, I have a different theory. So okay. I believe I believe Hickman's assertion that. He had envisioned this event as a three-part arc, and once it was laid out, um, then I think a lot of people gravitated the idea of this new world, and you saw in in those blogs, like a lot of people would say, oh, like the constraints are off, like we can do this, we can do this. So I think... Hickman may have had a three-part arc, and I don't know I don't know how far that's gone, if we've mm. even got out of the first one or if right. Inferno is the third or the second. But I just think it was enough of a shot in the arm to get the people who otherwise loved the X-Men reinvigorated, but they just organized around where they were at that time. So mm. I think they got stuck in that first step, which was to establish the world of Krakoa, and then just started telling effectively bullshit stories within that framework (laughs) instead of the old framework
0: right i think that's
1: more along the lines of what happened
0: yeah i mean when dawn of x started like i said we read every single book excuse me at least the first episode or issue and that x-men book that he was writing the golden (laughs) girls are going to come up here in a second that issue about sent me over the edge and then when i was looking at it i don't know if i sent that to y'all last night I was like, oh, OK, like the first seven or eight issues are kind of these weird individual stories. Then they jump right into Empire, which was a, a an event crossover throughout Marvel. And that goes on for like four or five issues. Then there's a couple of more solo issues. And then it jumps right into um, Sol- X of Swords which was a 22-part freaking crossover between all of the books, which I didn't read any of. By the way, it's free on Amazon Prime, if you want to read uh, read that. Yeah, it's free on Prime. And then the book ended at, like, issue 22. Like, it was, like, another three or four issues, and that was it, and it was done.
1: I'm like, what the heck happened? And then the trial or death of Magneto or whatever.
0: Yeah, there's that, and the what they were doing the thing about, like, the – Oh, what's that big old, the Met Gala? It, it was just
1: Hellfire Gala.
0: Yeah, thank you. It was so far out there and like the story that was so told and precise within those books just became just so many loose ends that nobody, uh, that nobody that I didn't care about and it you know that's why we stopped reviewing the books because they and didn't, that's
1: where i think it's like it. he just did the world building and then a bunch of people glommed onto it and it got yeah. and it developed the same problems that normal books develop because yeah. there's no like and he even said like marvel brings me in for these event type things mm-hmm. he's not the overall line manager he's right. the shot in the arm and and damn
0: it worked yeah right. yeah but now it doesn't and so now the books are, you know, he's off, and then, you know they relaunched like the X Men book with I think it's Jerry Dugan is writing that book now, and then they even brought back Pepe Larraz to um to write or to draw that book, you know, to give it that, you know, House of X feel, you know, like I mean they they're but now I feel like we're back on the the hamster wheel, and we're well, just going to be I- churning out books.
1: I hear the thing that comes next is going to be amazing.
0: So yes. Yeah. To quote what they said. All right. Whatever. Uh, Yeah. I, 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 the, the disappointment that came out of after house of X and power of X is just, it's beyond at this point. All right.
1: And and in retrospect, like, where are we now? They like, they, they turned everybody into a tweener wrestling Mm -hmm. term.
0: Fuck. Um
1: for even more reasons now more reasons you know, now right yeah. and so and it's the other thing is like you we've seen a lot of the x-men they seem like they're almost in this trance this euphoric trance and mm. i was thinking about today like the best thing the best way i could relate it to is like they all act like the you know you see the team that just won the super bowl in that mm. that month or so they take off because they don't have to mess <laughs> around anymore and they're drunk on a, a boat, throwing the little trophy <laughs> across boats and then you know, then they become a holes again and get yeah, right back.
0: Exactly.
2: But this yeah. is
1: like the X Men just won the Super Bowl, mm. I guess, or they are all manipulated. And boy, they've been dragging Professor X and
2: man, I we'll yeah. Man, that man. Of
1: this.
0: I thought you, I thought you were going to be like, you know what? This is like when uh, Bobby Ewing showed back up in the shower. Uh, Like, this shit didn't really happen. It was just a dream. (laughs) It was just, you know, nothing really actually happened. It was just, you know, they just did this and they're going to be back at the mansion or whatever. Uh, But let's get into this dang on book. All right. It's Inferno number one. I, I kind of weird that they use this at you know kind of the bookend yeah. of the titles because it doesn't make any real sense related to the original inferno, no. So I don't understand, and I'm I've read like, the whole thing now too, like you have,
2: brother. Maybe is there maybe and there's not a part
1: down.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, I guess that's the thing. Like I kept wondering, like where's Madeline Pryor? Like yeah, I, I, exactly. I kept, where's the Goblin no. Queen? But yeah, I don't, guess that's that's I, the line is like on that day, burn it down. So this yeah. is the uh, this is that
0: yeah. inferno. All right, so I'm going to do my best to try to um, recap this. Um,
2: you have screen share if you need it.
0: No, I'm not going to open up that part of it. I'm, I'm going to use, like, words here. Okay, so it opened up, like, the first issue of House where, um, you know, you see the the rebirthing pods, and but it's Emma now wearing the big white hat. And, you know, Charles and, and Magneto are coming out of the pods, and she even drops the, you know, the Come to Me, My X-Men. And then I have my note here as it says, Come. Uh, then we get the pages that Hutch says we have to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> the explanation pages. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, again, I, my note in here says, like I didn't mind those, because, especially when you haven't read any of the midterm books that have come out, like oh, those things that ex- get a chance to explain. But even when I was reading the books, I always thought they were pretty helpful. What say you, Brother Beavers, I know we're. Hutch feels on this, yeah. The white pages,
1: yeah. I mean i i I like the style for one thing. Um, I I think it is an interesting tool. I don't I don't find them as as cumbersome to deal with as like the appendix to the Watchman books. Hutch, Mm. like those were those were times (laughs) like it took longer to get through two or three pages of those than it did the entire rest of the book. So I think that. Uh, sometimes they're enlightening. Sometimes they're confusing. Um, You know, I I don't mind it. And I I particularly like the fact that, you know, it is a consistent style. So at least, you know, kind of what you're getting. It's this out of band story and data and things like that, that it's, it almost feels like a puzzle that's worth kind of thinking about. But, Mm. you know, who has that kind of time?
0: Hold up though. Back in house and power days, they had your ass out learning Krakowin. He was, like, looking <laughs> at the charts. Oh, yeah, I can translate the, next, the, the, <laughs> name
1: of the, the name of the next book based on Yeah, yeah I like, man,
0: I was like, he was out learning Cohen. So, I'm like, man, Doug Locke, yeah. oh, Don't bring up Doug Locke. Well, he guess not got to come up anyway. So, yeah, so, he was so we have to read this. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a wife now, and he's fucking an island. But anyway, um, we get to the part where <laughs> on Orcus... We have to recap that. So that was one of the first things in the House of X books where the all the scientists on Earth, the human ones, at least from, from S.H.I.E.L.D., HYDRA, AIM, they had all gotten together. They had created this thing out in space. Sure. And yeah. And they were going, you know, to try to solve the mutant problem, which, you know, once the mutants went to Krakoa and they were building like uh, using things to make a master mold to make like sentinels and uh, the X-Men knew that this was a bad idea because, God, what's they her name? Moira had told them like, Hey, this is a bad idea. They're going to try to get Min- Nimrod activated. So they had to go out there and try to destro- destroy or this, this space, uh, fortress or whatever out by the sun. So they went out there. They, you know, were somewhat kind of successful. And the lead scientist on there was, I think, Dr. Gregor. He was killed there. And so, you know, his wife, who was working with him, like, you killed my father. So you killed my husband and I'm going to have to take revenge on you. And so we get into this process. And so this book opens up with them trying to get up there to destroy Orcas again with um, very little success, hmm. um, <laughs> to, 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 to say the least. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. So Dr. Gregor's wife, Alina Gregor, is has worked on this process of Implanting now these are the some of the books that I read. Um she implanted her husband's brain inside of Nimrod on previous to one of these attempts. And then when the X-Men made an attempt to do it again, like he had to lose his essence or whatever. So he really just became the robot and lost like all the human part of her that she had worked on so hard to building back to. Um and always
2: so, happened. Well, oh. yeah, I mean,
0: that's Frankenstein.
1: So when they reference her husband, she's like, Don't call him that because he's yeah, Nimrod now.
0: Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, like, you know, on one of those attacks. You know, then and, and this Nimrod, okay. I don't know if he does it in this spot here. Um, but he can duplicate himself. Mm-hmm. And so one of his duplicates got like, you know, it got uh destroyed or beat up or whatever, and that like kind of started to take away his human part. And then once that happened, you know, he had to sacrifice that to get it to happen. So yeah, yeah. so he's gone. She's all upset by whole behind the whole thing. Um, and this Omega Sentinel is also with them, but uh, you know, her intentions or his intentions or whatever. I'm not really all altogether sure about, but yeah. So that's it. So they, they're yeah, I think they're fucking, I think anyway. Um, so this is the failed mission. Look at the what? Look at this team, Hutch. Domino Wolverine and Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm, yeah, so. Yeah, finger fuck. <laughs> Marco finger. <laughs> Marco.
0: Yeah. Well, is is this the team that you got to send to
2: stop Nimrod? Right. I meant to look for Nimrod stats. Uh, Nimrod <laughs> is a piece yeah, sure. in the 20th century. Uh, but yes, Domino. Uh, Approximately to equivalent to
1: Nightcrawler. Right, I mean, right. in terms of oh, offensive
0: really? output. Oh god, she not She got to fight better than Nightcrawler.
2: She, she, she's like a. I think she's got like ninety health points. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, maybe, Right, but her her ability is what. I, I, I have a big gun, and I think I manipulate. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Uh,
2: whatever probability. Right, luck. Probably some good.
1: rerolls or whatever. Right. Lord. I mean, well, Kid Omega is the only one with any power. And he sucks. And he right. does suck. He's right. awful. You, you know, so can we know. talk about who else sucks?
2: Wolverine, Wolverine sucks.
1: <laughs> I mean, he, he can't even fight robots.
0: Right. Even fight if you robots. can't
2: kill it by stabbing it, what good is Wolverine?
0: Yeah, zero.
2: It's zero. Well, I, I, I think that's I'm more. Just out I
0: think. Well, I think that's more that you know. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. It it, just it, it call it's what accident. it is. But, but Nimrod like adapts to it too, you know, when he takes out Domino, you know, he gives you a whole ass explanation about how and why that happened, which was kind of cool. And she blows sure. up not off camera, but like off to the side. And then he reverses whatever he did with Ken, uh Kenny Olivia. Now it's in my head. <laughs> Kenny Omega Harper. and and he um, you know and messes him up too. So he just took Wolverine out, you know, fairly easily as well. So, I mean, what do you think about this powered up Nimrod? I mean, he's essentially indestructible, duplicates, you know. I mean, you know, this is obviously why Mora didn't want him to come online, Brother Beaver.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, the, 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 what, what there's, I, I'm looking for the comic code authority on here and I don't see it. So every fight can end with everybody getting butchered. And particularly with the X-Men being, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they can be resurrected. He can be pushed to the moon by going over every X-Men in sight, wrestling terms, series (laughs) of wrestling terms. terms. Fuck you, Hulk Hogan, for even more reasons these days. Mm -hmm. Um, But the interesting part of this to me that, that, spoiler alert, I don't think it's paid off over the course of the four issues, is this notion of these are the three people they keep sending. And there's a Mm -hmm. logic here. Like you have Wolverine who in comics i guess is worthwhile but i mean realistically mm-hmm. like i said if you can't stab it, it it if you can't kill it by stabbing it it can't really yeah. do anything right but why they keep sending this team almost as like uh I, I, almost as if we, like it my my thought was like they're like conditioning them to this group of individuals so that a separate group of individuals mm-hmm. uh would succeed but Spoiler alert: We don't see that pay off. So this is sort of a hanging storyline,
0: mm-hmm. as far
1: as I'm concerned. This this opening sequence, I don't I don't know that they paid it off.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you go through the white pages that you have to pay for. There's been 17 <laughs> missions where this has been a failure. Yeah. and you know, and Doctor, or not Doctor. What's this dude's name? Um, Doc Director Devo. And
1: and they expose. We see on the next page they've exposed the resurrection because. You can't destroy Wolverine. Yeah. Um, so they have these Wolverine uh, bodies, these Wolverine yeah. carcasses. Yeah. And so said, that, that was a bad decision.
0: Yeah, and they're like, hey, you know, as they're going through this discussion, they're like, I don't, are they duplicates? Are they clones? Like, why do they keep coming back? We keep beating that ass and they keep coming back. Like yeah. we, We're getting efficient at beating their ass yet they keep coming back. And the Omega Sentinel is like, you know, they remember. Yeah. Like they remember yeah. like there's a reason that they, they remember that's why they keep coming back. Right.
2: So, so. that was the what, what was that Tom Cruise movie? The day of tomorrow. What was that shit? Day
0: after, tomor- no. Day after tomorrow. No,
2: after tomorrow slash yeah. the prestige, but they put them together. Right. What? <laughs> <laughs> they just keep doing the same shit.
1: The day after tomorrow is a great movie. The prestige <laughs> is not.
2: The Prestige is an awesome movie. Oh,
0: here we go. <laughs> Are
1: you kidding? <laughs> the movie's great. If that's about the magicians, right? With Christian yes. Bale?
2: Yes. Right.
0: Yes. Uh, here we yes. go. Yes,
2: Wolverine and Batman. Jeez. Mm, <laughs> we'll, well, we'll talk about it later.
0: Why, why did they send the brood on one of these missions? Like, why? Because I, all the, because
1: they eat everything. I mean, if you yeah, if exactly. you had an enemy, would you like go you go fuck with the brood? I'm tired of dealing with them.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I guess uh, I, I, there was a
1: new oh, mutant story. I don't know how it played out, but did. they found a king yeah, brood they, or whatever.
0: But yeah, well, then the brood egg or something like that. Yeah, whatever. There. All right. So we get to Moira's third life as we're starting to move through the book here. Speaking again, of pages, we
1: got to pay for again that
0: we already paid for again. Yeah, but this is a the extended cut um, of is this it? particular scene. I think it, it's expanded, and so in the House or or Power books or whatever, we had a version of this scene. So Moira's has different lives. She um, and, and tried a lot of different lives. To recap, if you haven't read House of X or Power of X. And, you know, she, you know, died in a plane crash once. Um, She tried like certain things. But on her third life, she was really like, fuck these mutants. And even though I'm a mutant, I self-hate myself so much that I'm trying to find the cure uh, for these mutants. And she succeeded. You know, she found a a cure. She's working with whatever group of scientists that she was with. And then she's like, yeah, we're going to have this celebration. And the party gets crashed by Mystique and domino a domino mystique and destiny yeah. and they show up and they're like look um this ain't gonna work if you do this shit again yeah. we're gonna find you and we're gonna that scene was amazing in house of x and power of x and it still resonates in this book as well like i mean this was freaking awesome it just is like this is just oh, great...
2: blooded
0: yeah it was yeah <laughs> it was change or die like i mean that's it like look you either change or you're going to die and that's it okay okay so i had the question i had in the notes for y'all and again spoiler alert like destiny's gonna go through a um massive uh a a makeover i guess what you would call it uh so how do y'all feel about destiny moving from old feeble aunt may character with powers to now not being that character cuz she's not presented as feeble here. She's presented no. as, you know, youngish. But she's not pre- she's not
1: presented as a physical threat though.
0: No, but I think she's presented more beyond like the, you know, the, you know, cuz she had yeah, to be carried around the wheelchair. Yeah. No, yeah. well, not
1: not in the early days of Freedom Force and yeah. Brotherhood of Mutants. She would hang out, she would walk around. I mean, I uh, if we went to her Marvel card, I mean, she has no physical oh threat, but to my yeah. recollection, she offers a pretty significant advantage to the, you know, any group that she's a part of. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the way that's the setup here. Um, you know, I, I think it, it makes it less weird that they were, I mean, they've, they've now retconned them to be, uh, hus- uh to be Love married. This. Yeah. No, married. Like that's her wife. That's their Mm wife. Their their wives. I don't know Mm -hmm. how to express that. But um, and and there was an age difference, I guess, because probably Mystique inherits because of her shape changing, inherits some aging resistance Mm -hmm. to aging. So there was some there was some weirdness with the retcon that makes a lot more sense right now. But um, I mean, they. They play her as a stone cold killer throughout stone this story. She's <laughs> a badass. And, you know,
0: they're <gasps> tried to kill my father. Yeah. as
1: yeah. <laughs> like expressed a, a, you know, a fear of her because of this scene. Yeah. And it's it
0: it's that's a
1: credible fear.
0: Yeah, it's well-founded. Um yeah, so they tell her like, "Look, you're not immortal. You could die like the rest of us, you know, if you happen to die before, you know, you manifested your mutant power, huh?" Right, like we can make that happen too. So you got ten, maybe eleven lives if you make the, you know, the proper decisions, and you know. But if you go down this path again, where you start to hurt your people, we're gonna find your ass and we're gonna kill you for real. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, this was brilliant writing then. It still came off freaking awesome now. Hunch. I mean, this. You, I, I, I mean, I have, I've never cared for the character of Destiny at all. But they Never? definitely gave her no, they this is a uh, you know, the vents push, you know, this is pushed to the moon, not here. even the
1: destiny diaries.
0: No, shut up,
1: not no. even when she foretold her own death at the hand of the reavers on Muir Island. Yeah,
0: no, yeah. sucks, I no, yes. So, um, yeah, she got then, and, and if you read ahead in the book, spoiler alert, she gets the uh, the Aunt May DH. Uh, from the <laughs> new Spider Man movies, you know. Well,
1: if that leads to, uh, uh, Marissa Tomei playing Destiny yeah. in the we'll F- take no that issues. Too. Yeah, no we issues. Have,
0: we're, yeah we're, we'll be perfectly happy with that too. Okay. So, I mean, I, I don't know. So, yeah, so just like it laid out in House and Power, I was like, hey, okay. So, Pyro, burner. But like, not too fast. But not, yeah, burner slow, you know. My note here said like, burner, like, you know, slow, like a Philly Blunt. But not that I know anything about that. And, um, you know, he made her burn slow and killed her. And that was the end of Moira life number three. And it's kind of funny because now I'm thinking back because it's been so long since we read Red House or Power is like, you know, I think her wanting to run with Apocalypse comes after this. Yeah. And, you know, some of her other choices. I don't know if the plane crash was before or after this one, but. Like, you know, I want to say that
1: I was like five and it was just a random thing. But yeah, okay. you're right. This this event, I think, shapes the nature of her subsequent lives.
0: Right. Yeah. For sure. And it changes everything about her because she, remember, you know, as her now being a mutant in her reincarnation power, she remembers everything from the previous lives. And now. All of her decisions are based on that. And especially this one where they're here on Kirkkoa, because we jump straight ahead to life number 10. She's, I think she's in Paris. I believe she's in Paris. And no, I'm not sure.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm not sure why. It, it, it gets a little weird. And also, the art starts to fade near the end of this book, too. Um, she's being tracked by like the Orcus folks, and they found a gateway. And then this gets to this weird talking scene with some and apes and the golden girls or with horticulture. And so, if you read, we read that book. On one of the shows about these old ladies that somehow they were able to get onto Krakoa, right? I think they no. Did. I thought
1: they went to the Savage Land.
0: Oh, was that what it was? It okay. was,
1: and but then they went over Sebastian Shaw yeah. and Cyclops yeah. and somebody else, maybe the White Queen. Yeah, but they went over all them,
0: and yeah, I was, was like. It was bad. And I mean, you know, (laughs) to paraphrase a different thing, that's when I put my hand on my knife. (laughs) Like, this is when I knew things was going south for real. You know, it's the Morpheus speech of books, Hutch. Like, that Ah. was like, like, this is bad. I'm not sure why this is happening, but it was not what I was looking for. And I guess their powers or their whatever is that they take dirt. And they're able to fashion that dirt. And the uh, people on orcas were trying to figure out, a, you know, something about these damn gateways where the mutants are able to go. I mean, but like, what the fuck, brother, these fucking horticulture. I mean, shit. At, least, Betty White.
1: But, at least they, yeah. you know, paid off the story, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, you don't need to lay a thousand tracks to get to one destination.
0: Yeah, so. it just—it was just not good, and this it, makes me feel it like means, it
2: was, uh cryptocurrency, what this
0: and <laughs> in in an NFT <laughs> all wrapped in one. Um, yeah. it, it, it this makes me feel like oh, this was one of those stories that they got and like oh, you know, in Act Two or Act Three of this three-act play, he's supposed to do like well, like, and we just got cut that shit. Like, it's just right. let's, let's wrap it up, like trying to finish it off. Yes, yeah, whatever.
2: Captain America play, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, uh, Avenger
0: Plane. Ugh. But see, it looks like Moira's is also being tracked by other mutants. What is that Rainbow Mutant name? For the oh,
1: I was going to say, shout out to Tommy who uh, <laughs> kicked off the uh, Mutant Massacre and also makes an appearance in the animated series. They, yeah, she name her- checks herself. Yeah,
0: Tommy. Okay. Nice. I yeah. think
1: she can just go flat and move through stuff. She's like a Slightly Black worse, than,
0: worse yeah, than
1: Kitty Pryde. Black
0: Stanley, uh-huh. was, um, but they're also tracking Orcus as well. But it's unclear on who she's working for. Um, yeah, and yeah.
1: Sage, Sage's involvement in this whole thing is ambiguous yeah, as
0: well. Exactly, and she <laughs> she's become the man in the chair. But she's so drawn to look. She looks so much like um, a different character. Like I barely even tell her who it is. Like if yeah. you you know.
1: She something. inherited Jubilee's costume, I think. Yeah,
0: that maybe that's what I'm thinking. So yeah, so Moira's been living on Krakoa all this time. She's in Moira's No Place, which sounds like a very weird name. Um, that and, sounds great, right,
2: actually. So well, weird. you think? Come on, it man.
1: sounds like something, some place that Banshee has been. Yeah.
2: <laughs> My,
0: my Neverland, uh, Oh, Lord. Uh, so she's been there <laughs> on
1: <laughs> special occasions. Man, she's visited Moira's no place. Yeah. If Everybody there's enough wine to involved. Her no
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Charles
1: has never been to the no place. No. no that's reserved on. for Tal- Banshee.
0: Come on.
2: Charles has been there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's why Banshee right <laughs> <in
1: there>. uh, <laughs> So right
0: <laughs> so, uh, So there they go to Moira. Basically, kind of jumping ahead in here, and again, through this whole book, and maybe through the whole series if you go back and read it, they have turned Charles <laughs> and Magneto into the two stooges. They are some bumbling-ass idiots at this point. And I don't understand how the smartest man with who can read everybody's brains and one of the most powerful people on the earth have turned into the Keystone Cops. Like this, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, um, I, I totally agree with you, but I wanted to jump in. There's a uh, In those early X-Men books, there's literally nothing that professor x can't scan with his mind like he's he's (laughs) probing a a radio like a mechanical system (laughs) with the strength of his mind i'm like that there's not a mind in in that mechanical thing over there like he's like probing hammers to figure out how they work it's ridiculous but you're right and not only are they like bumbling but like they're so like it's ironic that neither of them has mustaches because they're like these mustache twirling <laughs> idiot villains. That hey. Like it's like no, you can... no, of course you can trust us, Yeah. <laughs> it's like no, you guys are clearly terrible. You were right. awful before. It just took us a while to figure it out, but you're so obviously bad people right now. What are yeah, we supposed I mean, to do?
0: I, with I, you? yeah, I mean, you can't. I mean, it's beyond this ain't cheap heat. This is like, like, man, y'all are freaking awful. Like, you're the, the worst. Cody Rhodes heel turn. Like, yeah, exactly. no, these are the good guys.
2: <laughs> Boo. Boo.
0: <laughs> so, 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 Marva tells him, like, she they asked him, and this is a dumb idea, too. So, have you guys tried, <laughs> um, in any of your lives, did you try like getting along with the machines? Was that one of the- really what? now that we've
1: locked you away for however long? Oh my god, you? like.
0: It that's awful. It's just awful. She's like, yeah, that would be like trying to befriend death or cancer. <laughs> cancer. <laughs> <laughs> was like, Fucked up. She's like, uh, there are two imminent dangers to this world, Nimrod and Destiny. And somehow you two motherfuckers put them both together. <laughs> and made how did you even do that?
2: Man, yeah, because you can trust yeah. us, man. Mm-hmm. But right, they, <laughs> This this reminds me of what they did to Superman. <laughs> And, but they made Superman, well, they tried, whatever. They made, Batman made Superman look like this alien idiot that, you know, but mm-hmm. he's super powered and he, he looks like human, but he's really an alien. And, you know, he's a big gigantic Boy Scout, but mm. he can kill us all. We got to right. keep an eye on this idiot. I, mm. um, yeah. So they made Superman just kind of a weirdo in DC and, and they made x Man. they made Xavier and Magneto
1: idiots! Idiots! I I think the worst part is like Professor X. We've always, you know, if you if you followed along closely, you know he's a terrible person. Mm-hmm. But Magneto used to be legit. He used Prince to have him. legitimate beef and have yeah. some backbone. And he's just fallen in line with whoever the next strongest mutant is for the last mm-hmm. ten years.
2: But also too.
0: Stuff. But also too if you call if you okay charles is a terrible like person or whatever but he's never been unintelligent like this makes him feel like an idiot like it really does make him like you question his overall intent like there's no way you came up with all these ideas for kokoa but then couldn't figure this out too like that just doesn't sit right with me but anyway all right, so Moira got low-jacked as well. They they put something in her so they could track her wherever she goes because she's the most important person to him. I put a note in there, too, about Magneto's drinks. You see him in one panel where he, like, takes the, the wine cork and corks some wine. And then he's over there serving tea. Like mm-hmm. know, well, That man. was
1: a flashback.
0: Is that what a flashback? Oh, okay. The well, tea
1: well was a flashback because that's how they got the nanites in her.
0: Oh, that's what that was. Okay. Anyway, my, my, one of my, my notes says on here, the Tea. Trash or not trash? Trash. The drink. Tea, trash, not trash? Not trash. trash. Not trash. Hey, see, see. But see, in your Texas days, Brother Beavers, you had southern sweet tea. Not trash.
1: No, I don't. Sweet tea was- is trash. Sweet oh. tea is sugar. It's brown sugar.
2: Gas. Dirt. Yeah.
0: Gas. All oh, trash. Oh, my God. Tea's delightful. Sweet and otherwise. Love tea. All right. Anyway, so their plan is now to influence the council on Krakoa. OK, there's two open slots party. on there and we need to get uh most mystique off the council. So she stopped asking about, you know, resurrecting destiny like we, that. That's our plan. And that was, and, you know, and she's like, all right, Nimrod, we got some time on that. He's not fully active yet. We, we got some time. We can work on Nimrod. But you got to get destiny to fuck up about the paint like that cannot happen. We cannot have this bitch brought back.
1: I, I ain't trying scared. to get burned to death.
0: Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> and. <laughs>
2: right. Like Just Dave Chappelle in that movie. <laughs> like, why'd you hit him? I was scared. <laughs> <Evo>. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, they got to get you up out. And so we get this little flashback plan here. It was like, all right, well, Moira, go and you know, y'all got to get the rest of her DNA. Like, uh, any of mis- uh, Destiny's DNA, y'all got to get it, you got to destroy it so that there's no way that you can bring her back. And you get all these scenes about them collecting the DNA. And spoiler alert, it's not the people that it says it is that are going to get it. Um, and so, well, yeah, I mean, again, you have, if you read ahead, but anyway. I have a question.
1: Get- have we established what Professor X and versus professor X and the helmet is.
0: I don't think I haven't read anything that, that says that it's not just him with the helmet on. I think cradle, that's I think.
2: They I think it.
1: that's the portable. So I think the cradle is different. Okay. I think it's portable cerebro. Mm-hmm. I think it's cerebro is now the helmet that he wears all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the helmet is. Mm-hmm. And the cradle is related, but different.
2: Okay.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, again, listening back to those things, we were like, man, fuck, y'all go around, and make this Cassandra Nova, and we're all going to be pissed. So, yeah. you know, they haven't She's done back already. in
1: there somewhere, isn't she? I,
0: I have no idea. Yeah. I think she is. Of course she is. Um, Shadow so yeah. King is around here somewhere. Yeah, right? I saw that too. Um, so yeah, then we get some pages about Black Tom out of nowhere. I'm like, I didn't understand that. Like, and why? spoiler alert,
1: I don't think that plays out in the next three issues.
0: No, it doesn't. Well, remember when we were reading X Force? He, but he was like the yeah. like, he was fucking the island too with doug Lott. Yeah. Yeah. and um, like so that was you know that was a part of that whole situation too. And then he, you know, when Fresh Xavier got assassinated, um, yeah. uh, those books were awful. God damn it, those books were terrible. Um, so anyway, wait, where are my notes about Doug Locke and his wife? Oh, here we go. Yeah, more. Page- oh, it's only one line. That's why. Then we get some pages with Doug Locke, and he sucks. That's basically it. He's still screwing the island. He's got a wife now that was a part of the other island that the island was that she was one of the, the champions
1: old. of Era Kaka or whatever. Yeah, 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 whatever. He sucks.
0: Yeah, he's well, married.
1: But to be fair, like, oh. uh, so he. It, you know, in his New Mutants days, he he clearly sucked, and everybody hated him, and they killed him off. But I, I in a sense, I think they've acknowledged that like he sucks. He he <laughs> sucks in a sense, but he does have a a powerful power for other stuff. Mm. And I, his role here, I, I I like the payoff of his role. I thought it was great. Mm. Yeah. Now yeah. how how he got hooked up and. How his wife is okay with him clearly fucking the guyland. And then, <laughs> and then Warlock, who appears to be as much yeah. organic matter as, as yeah. techno virus. I, mm. I can't speak to all that, but I I appreciate his role in this and the payoff of his storyline.
0: Yeah. I, I, I had a, he has mind a mind. little
1: bit of a pimp move in the future. Yeah.
0: That's nice. I, I have a little note on here, too. That he's like, yeah, we're, uh, uh, his techno person was like yeah your wife was kind of scary i'm like yeah welcome to marriage dude
2: yeah um,
0: all right yeah welcome to marriage doug lock uh all right so just the keep captain, fucking the island you just keep fucking the sex you're gonna get um so this is something I, I didn't really understand the captain okay so cyclops was a captain um i don't really know what that meant um because i thought he was on the council but he wasn't on the council so he was a captain. You know what the captain is of Krakoa? Cause I didn't well, understand.
2: I think it
1: was just like the tactical side, right? People mm-hmm. who would go out with field teams and whatnot. But here's another aspect of like, I I'm reading this and reading forward. I don't know what role this plays in the story.
0: Right. None. Well, unless it plays. And again, I, I think I, I got the issue of the first X-Men where they relaunched or whatever. Mm-hmm um and you know he's you know that team is like him gene i can't remember everybody maybe rogue is on that team too she you was a so caliber
1: for
2: a while
0: yeah so they you know they put a team together to do but it was the first couple of books were it's like whatever it, it was back to just telling random ass stories that are not connected with anything else um so i read those books before um so anyway he was a captain he's gonna step down but more than anything if we can say anything about house and power is that they finally reestablished Cyclops as a self-assured, confident, non assholy Matrix jacket-wearing human being, or yeah. mutant. And that's probably the best thing that could come out of it. You know, he's self-assured. He's, you know, cocky to a point. Like, I mean, it's thank so God hard. they brought him back. So, so
1: <laughs> I would add to that, that um, the other thing they did was they made us care about Kitty Pride. Yeah, Which is not anything well, they made at least two i I don't want to project that they made at least two of us,
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. There
1: about Kitty Pride, and I don't think that's any that's anything that any of the three of us thought was possible
0: that so was there's that as well yeah I, I i yeah that i I thought that Cyclops coming pretty. back to this was like pretty cool, yeah, no, those books were you know they weren't terrible, you know I, I didn't think that they were terrible, so anyway. Uh, Marauders. Is that what that was one? That was yeah. the, one of the best ones. Um. So yeah. So they make a new captain. Uh, Bishop is the new captain. They finally fix his hair. Thank God. Like no mullet, and then he had like the corn rolls for a while. And that really wasn't working for him either. Like I mean, there go James
2: Brown
0: either. Yeah, but Bishop still sucks. I mean, I know there's two black people <laughs> on this podcast. We're supposed to like him and shit, but that nigga sucks. His power set sucks. Got I put him on my Secret of. Wars
1: X Men. Iceman. Oh God,
0: that's, that's your problem. I yeah. felt yeah. obligated to. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like I was going to get hate if I no, didn't. no, no hate. Wait, you ain't gonna. I ain't neither one of us going to be caping for Bishop. Uh, sure. Not at all. Yeah, he sucks. Uh, so yeah. So
1: although all these captains kind of lightweight suck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boys, well, hold
0: up, a, hold up. Okay, yeah, They all
2: fine. suck. Psylocke, Magic.
0: Psylocke, Magic, uh, yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they kind of do suck. They're going to Magipore to drink, you know. Okay, great. We
2: want another
0: one. Yeah, yeah, and so that leaves the council. And I thought in my written notes, I had, like, who was on the council. There's 10 people. There's 12 seats. Um, I don't know who the two people were that left. And so who are who's on the council? Nightcrawler, Storm. I think they
1: had left some seats open. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. I think yeah, I think they're right. Um cause because uh, there's a the whole
1: thing in the Marauders about the the White Queen, the I queen, think got Kitty on the council.
0: Okay. Right.
2: The White Queen is doing some manipulating or was. Or yeah, so was. she's
0: on the council, Kitty's on the council, Sebastian Shaw, uh, um
2: Daffy okay. Duck and, and <laughs> sinister Exodus. For and no apparent so reason. Yeah, he's just Mystique. crazy.
0: Mystique. Right. Yeah, so there's 10 people on the council, and then they're trying to get these two seats. And then Charles and Magneto are lying and manipulating this whole thing. Like, you know what? This is a good time for change. You know you what? Know, I think this is good. It made me almost think that Cyclops was mine, fuck, to make the to change his captain thing to like them to get this idea of like, oh, you know what? There's just changes in the air. Let's, you know, like go through this. like I, I, I could, I mean, I, there's no payoff for that. I'm just speculating. But oh. this idea like, oh, Cyclops just comes up with this idea. Yeah, you know what? I'm about to quit and I'm about to go to Magic Port and drink with these other motherfuckers. Mm. Like that doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, what else, what he alludes to, I have other, other stuff going on, but I don't know that we've read enough of this to understand what right. that might be.
2: Make right. some model airplanes.
1: Well, he does have adjoining rooms with Gene Wolverine, so that occupies some of his time.
0: Thrice. Um, So, yeah. So they do that, change in the air, you know, we should lean into this change, and Mystique is like, oh, bet, we can do that. I got somebody I can nominate for the council. You want to do that? Cool, let's do that. And then we get all this dialogue about, you know, that happened in one of the House of Books with Destiny and Mystique. She's like, you know, there's going to be this thing it's gonna seem like this really good idea and everybody's going to love it but if they tell you that they can't bring me back burn that to the ground yes burn it down <laughs> to the ground and you know we get over the course of the panels and then pop pops destiny then like surprise boom into issue one gotcha you know? bitch yeah okay, exactly <laughs> and i was reading and i was just like when i read it i'm like, oh that was a nice, interesting twist because you didn't really see it coming. I didn't see it coming. And, I, you know, I I think I texted y'all when after I read this first book, I was like, these are the kinds of books that we thought we were getting when House of X and Power yeah. of X ended. Like this intertwined story about what happened, how it happened and how, where it's going from here. And that didn't happen. And so that's why a book like this stands out like, oh, wow, that was actually really good and interesting. Whereas the other ones are. <laughs>
2: yeah, just
0: nothing. They were just, just books, just books. Yeah. So, and so and I read something there that, you know, from Hickman that said, you know, after the new year, they're going to, of course, streamline and relaunch a bunch of books again, but they're going to shrink it. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Um, I'll believe it when I see it because you know and it was in there they were talking about oh you know we were going to make all these other books a book about the you know the uh the imperial guard and they were going to do a book about like the children of the i'm like nobody wants this stuff nobody wants it we don't want all oh my god bring nobody if, back... well,
2: if everybody's think... gonna
0: bring back all these mutants because you can bring them back now they don't need to have books like that's the issue
1: I think the problem is the the books that are like even stood up with the intent of being limited series, aren't differentiated from the things that are intended to have legs. Mm-hmm. Like that Fallen Angels book yeah. was just a six part story, and it yeah. was very yes. Psylocke centric and served a purpose. And mm-hmm. it wasn't great, but it was at least a story with a beginning and end. So I don't, I wouldn't have an issue if they streamlined to three or four core books, and then periodically popped up a you know a gladiator book or a whatever book or this book or that book but that's the challenge is like you can't when there's eight books ongoing and any number of them are limited series but it's not really apparent it makes the whole thing seem like it just it like it's they're just playing it by ear i think that's the disadvantage is the messaging around what are the state what are the the ongoing books and what are the um You know we're the effectively the limited series. That's what that's the part that's confusing for me.
0: Yeah, I mean he alluded to that. You know the pandemic definitely didn't help anything about trying to produce these books. I know, right? Like you were home, you could have been right. Let's
1: stop. Let's stop blaming everything on that. Yeah,
0: Yeah, you were home. They could have been drawing all day. You got phones. You got computers. Y'all didn't need to be in the same room. You could have done that. It, it, it I'm telling you. If Hodge, anything, very, the, the
2: pandemic would have brought more people to the table to read. It very much it, feels if you made a good like story.
0: it very much feels like they were like, all right, well, that part was good and we're thinking about doing this like mm, yeah, I, I, whether it was cold feet, whether they just and again, I've been saying this since this started whether they just got that story because they want to introduce the characters into the movies from Kakoa like whatever they were doing at some point somebody with a corner office was like, Yeah, this isn't working. We went, we need to do something else and we need to get you off this book. Because I mean he's had continually long runs on books, like very long. And now we're like, Oh yeah, two years, twenty some odd books for one, and I don't know how many issues and new mutants, like that's it. It's that's cap. That's a whole last lie. So uh I ain't buying it. But anyway but overall what'd you think of inferno number 1 again completely unrelated to the previous inferno so
2: so far anyway yeah, yeah. i mean I, I
1: think that um i think your your point of like the continuation of the storyline that really grabbed us you know the direct callbacks to that even to the point that some of the pages seem seem replicated Lifting.
0: completely lifted yeah
1: um <laughs> you know i it's I I enjoyed it. I think it's mislabeled for, you know, it's, I mean, I, I get why they label it that. But when you don't have the Goblin Queen in it, it yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> but yeah, it, it it sort of, you know, it it doesn't motivate me to go back and fill in the blanks. Uh, you know, I would lo- I would love to get the signal that, no, you really missed out. And there's a whole thing in the middle that you've got to go piece together. I would love to get that signal. And I don't get that here. I I, I get the signal that, you know, you, you, you want a bunch of people over with a new status quo. And they went in and started writing books mm. that didn't, that didn't really feel the need to, to, to push a whole lot of things forward. And these are the parts of it that, that we really wanted you to read about.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I, I went back, you know, when I made the announcement. This is what we we're going to read. I went back and started to read some of those, the X Men books. I didn't go past mm-hmm. that. And then, like I said, you get up to issue seven, and then it's Empire. I'm like, oh, well, these are completely unrelated yeah. stories. And then, like a couple other issues that were singletons, or you can, you know, uh, guest artist. You know, and yeah, the and whole- in those
1: blogs, they were talking about how, like, they had teams that were like alternating issues. I'm like, what mm-hmm. kind of what kind of book is that right like yeah. you don't have to have a claremont 100 issue epic but give me a a solid two three parter mm-hmm. and go on but, to another one
0: yeah i mean i think that was one of the reasons that you know we were happy with house and power because it was you know six issues there was no change in the artist they came out on time. like you know like all yeah. the things it's whatever. Wow. Hutch, what would you think? I know you were, I don't think you read as many of the books in Dawn of X.
2: Oh, um,
0: oh. Yeah, but you were with us for House and Power. Like, what did you think of Inferno, though?
2: Yeah, I just, I don't like how they did Magneto and Professor X. Mm-hmm. That's that's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, but you got to kind of, you got to do something with them, too. Otherwise, it always goes back to them Fucking up, and mm-hmm. this shit just keeps going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see where it goes. I uh, kind of know where it goes. I, I did some future reading, but yeah, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I I might go back to that Jerry Dugan written one now, the one they relaunched. Like I guess I think I read the first two epi- episodes, issues, and I was like, oh, okay, let's find Lara, you know, that Pepe LaRage dude. The art's just amazing, that guy is just amazing, but. Again, it's just you just telling stories at this point. There's no real direction, it's just stories. And at that point, it, what's the point? I, I, I just, I do there's nothing to grab you, or not, no, that's nothing to grab track. you. It grabs you, there's nothing to hold you. It can grab you like, oh my god, that's a really great book. Who are they fighting? It's <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so just wrapping it up. All right,
2: future, future thoughts.
0: So this little mini series for ourselves is going to get us through these books. Next week, we'll do ep- episodes or issues two and three, and then we'll bridge on the end to kind of close it out. Um, you know, so it's a short mini season here for us as we, you know, again, if you're um, if you have Amazon Prime, you want to go read 22 issues of X of Swords. Good luck with that. I tried not to 20. I got man. Man, if I got through two issues, that was a lot. And it wasn't because that were it was so much exposition and so much explaining the history of apocalypse. Who fucking cares? Like we didn't need to know any of that. Nobody the cares. needs the
2: sword to do it either. No, oh my god.
0: <laughs> 20. No, but you need 12 swords though. You gotta go collect 12 of them. And all oh, who that, has the swords is right. is Why?
2: X-Men meets Wu-Tang clan. Wonderful.
0: Man, I was out. I'm like, this is awful. And again in the middle of your run of a book that you were supposed to be doing something else so yeah alright so as the X-Men animated music starts to play us out if you're on the podcast version of this uh, I am the producer of this podcast and you can find us on SoundCloud iTunes Stitcher Google Play all of those things just search Brothers Comics uh, yeah I'm signing out uh, Brother reader sign out man
1: uh, I'll see you next time but I'll also say thanks for bringing this up as this an option because this, this is worth a read um, Yeah, you know yeah. In the overall scheme, we, we complain about it, but this is this is a worthwhile series, and it's a good tip-off. And I'm looking forward to a rest of the sequence here, which we will definitely complete. Yes. Oh no,
0: yeah, definitely, <laughs>
2: definitely,
0: Most definitely. definitely. Is that one of our resolutions? It is. I said that before, man. We're gonna be more consistent. Uh, That's if watching, I want you for to. Let's go ahead, uh, sign <laughs>
2: Good luck to you, good luck to Thomas
0: and Jarrett, and we're going to give you some wins. We'll see everybody on the other side. Peace.